Welcome to 52 Weeks of Hope. This is where you get to hear how to feel happy, balanced, and worthwhile. How to make that lonely ache vanish and feel empowered, confident, and secure. I'm Lauren Abrams, and I get to help you feel that magic again since going through my own dark night of the soul by chatting with incredible leaders, healers, and change agents who give you their message of hope after overcoming challenges of their own. And today we're talking about some of those things that no one ever told you. It's not a depressing episode, don't worry, but I was actually getting a manicure and she was telling me about how her daughter got into a really good college and she got really sad because how was she going to take her dinner? It's her second child. Her first one, she can drive dinner to them every once in a while, but this one got into a very good school and it's not driving distance. And she got sad and I got sad and the two of us were sitting there crying because I'm reliving dropping my daughter, my oldest, at college, which was two plane flights away. <laughs> Never forget driving. It wasn't even one flight away. And I can remember thinking, nobody ever told me you get this sad dropping your first one off. Everyone knows about empty nest, but your first one? And she was so mean to me at the time. I was thinking, yeah, this is why they're mean to you right before. So you're glad to drop them off and everything else. And then the sadness hit. And I was sad for months. I'd walk by her. Oh my gosh, I'm going to get sad just talking about it now. I still get sad. And I thought, no one ever told me this. Maybe everyone knows but me. But no one told me you get this sad dropping your first one at college. I got to relive it getting a manicure a couple of weeks ago. But then as I was going through it, I'm doing my meditation teacher training. And, and I understand that no matter what we're feeling, it belongs. But I also know that we get to stay in today, that her daughter is still at home. And my daughter's graduated college and, and is living a little further away now in Chicago. But anyway... She's happy. She's healthy. She's okay for today. And I've learned to stay in today because right now, this moment is all we have. And I didn't know that before either. No one ever told me that. I have friends that wear a rubber band. I have a hair, uh, if you're watching it on YouTube here, I have a hair tie and I can snap. I don't know if you can hear that. Ow, on my wrist, because it's a reminder that all we have is right now, this moment. If I'm looking at tomorrow or I'm ruminating on yesterday, I am missing out on this moment. And this moment is all we have. I was listening to somebody talk about why does he do mindfulness meditation and what's the big deal about mindfulness anyway. And mindfulness is the ability to stay present in the here and now, to notice everything that's happening and to stay present in your body. And he said, I practice mindfulness so that when I take a walk, I noticed the purple flowers on the street. And I just thought that was a beautiful metaphor for why we stay in the present moment. And I was able to share, your daughter is still home. And to enjoy the moments. Because at the end of life, I just did an episode about that, the five biggest regrets of the dying. And forget that. Think about your happiest moments. And that's in your life. There are moments. It's not, oh, I got a raise of this much money and I got a promotion or it's moments. It's being with people and to be present in the moment 
is really all we have. So being able to breathe, take in that deep breath. I thought about doing a three-minute meditation, leading a three-minute meditation at the end of each episode. If, if you think you would like that, send me a DM or email me and uh, let me know. I may just do it anyway, start doing those. So I'm going to do a series of episodes on the biggest messages that I've received in the, the overarching themes of everybody's uh, messages of hope. So maybe I'll do a, a short meditation at the end of each of those. But anyway, just taking in a breath and doing an exhale, closing your eyes and, and noticing your breath, a few in and out breaths, that brings you back to the present moment. So no one ever told me that either. I could, I could certainly tell you that. It is about the moments. And when I Googled, no one ever told me it was about grief or it was about uh, heartache. There were a lot of song lyrics. <laughs> I, was, I was just looking to see what, what it was. It, lots of song lyrics, everything from Axl Rose to country. To, it was a whole gamut, believe me. Um, some old soul music things. And so that was, that was kind of an interesting aside. I also want to talk about how you can be your most resilient self. And it also ties into how you can be your most confident self because I sure wasn't given the rule book on this stuff or tips or anything. I sure didn't know. So make a list of everything you've gotten through You that comes to mind. Just think of everything you, you're like, I'm never going to get through this. And you did. You got through it. Little, big, just... Uh, Everything from the broken shoelaces to getting fired, the flat tires, the broken heart, stuff with your family. There's always stuff with your family and there's always relationship and financial. No matter what it is, make a list of just write it down or come up with a top 10 or a top 20. Just write those out. Take a look. Think about it. Now, all of those things you've gotten through you can help somebody else when they go through them because you've gotten through them. Instead of just giving advice, you're like, I got through it. I, I never, and when I was in the midst of it, I did not think I'd get through it, but you did. And you are, and you can see I'm resilient. I got through it. And look at you now. You've got other stuff because <laughs> we've always got stuff. And yet here you are. So what is it you really want to do? If it's in your career, what does that look like? Right now is a really good time to do this too. What does it look like? What does the career look like? Are you working from home? Are you doing hybrid? Are you not working? What does it look like? What does it feel like? Write it down. Write down what it, where you work, what it looks like there. What are you surrounding yourself with? Who do you surround yourself with? What are they like? What kind of people? Are you in charge of other people? Do you work alone? Are you surrounded by people? Are they the type of people that really lift you up? Are you lifting them up? Is it both? Does it go both ways? Think about that. Think about how, what kind of work you want to be doing and, and, and be really include all the parts of what it is that you're doing. Just like when somebody orders coffee from Starbucks, not that I, or wherever you get your coffee, I don't drink coffee, but when you, I've been with enough people getting coffee and they're like, I want ice latte, hold the this and give me the that. They're very specific. Be specific on your list of what you want that to look like. Same if you're looking for your soulmate, 
be specific, not what they look like, but what it feels like to be with them. Are they family oriented? Are they healthy? Are they spiritual or spiritually minded? Are they grounded? For me, it was very important that we, I respect them and they respect me. I, I get bored easily. So it was very important that I respect them. Also, there were things like that and family is important. And there, there are just certain things. I had a very long list <laughs> way back then. And so same with the work environment. I know I, what kind of work environment I want. I had somebody who just treated me horribly. It was, I think I stubbed PTSD from that. I had one very bad employee. And so I knew what I didn't want, but I want to put it in the positive. So you want to put everything in a kind of a, uh, in a positive framework. You don't say, I don't want this. Don't, don't write it that way. Put it in, in the way that you do want it because you've already got a list of everything that you've gotten through and you know how resilient you are. And then Make a list of everything you like about yourself. Just write it down. This is not conceited. It's self-affirming. You're great. Nobody can do the things that you can do the way that you can do it. You have your own unique handprint. And if there's something that you really want to do, you get to do it. There's a reason that it's in your head. Don't dismiss it. There's a reason that it's there. Everyone doesn't have that same dream or goal. There is a reason that it's in your head. Nobody can write the way you can write. Nobody can, whatever it is, I don't know what your your dream or goal is, but nobody can do it the way that you can do it. And nobody is going to be able to receive it the way they can receive it from you. So make a list of everything you write like about yourself. Make it a long list. And when you walk by yourself in the mirror, stop say out loud, I love you. I am a worthy person. I get to help so many people every day. Say it out loud. Look in the eyeballs. Don't look at your hair or I have wrinkles now or, oh, there's gray. None of that. Look only in your eyeballs and say that out loud. It's very affirming. And if you don't mean it, it doesn't matter. One day you're going to look at your eyeballs and say, I love you and realize you mean it. And these are things nobody believed me. Nobody told me. But you'll realize, wow, I mean it. And you'll realize I have confidence. I am resilient. I am likable. I can do this because you can. You absolutely can. There's no reason you can't. And nobody ever told me any of these things. And you know what? They're really easy and they're fun. They're really fun to do. I mean, who doesn't want to make a wish? It's basically your wish list and feel what it feels like to work or in this environment. Feel what it feels like to not work in this environment. Do you only want to work a couple of days a week? And what do you want the rest of those days to look like? Do you want to be traveling? Do you want to be at the beach? Do you want to be in the mountains? Do you want to be hiking? 10 minutes of walking a day will lift your and elevate your mood very quickly. Just 10 minutes outside will do so much for your well-being. So I, uh, I just saw Mel Robbins did a real quick, I don't know if it was a reel or what it was. And she talked about getting a good night's sleep, 10 minutes of a brisk walk, being around other people. There were just a few very simple things that if you do, you've got it. You got, I don't, I don't remember how she put it, but doing those kinds of simple things will really do so much for you eight overarching themes that I was talking about earlier that I compiled all the messages of hope I've received. Being in community, being around each other is number one. That is the most important. Just texting each other or being on Zooms and FaceTiming and things like that. 
it's not enough. We need to physically be with each other. And I know I'm the biggest culprit. I talk about this all the time. And then I think, ah, I'm good. I've seen plenty of people online, uh, visually on Zoom or whatever platform I happen to be using it at, at the time. I figure I've visually seen them. I'm good. But it's not true. We need to physically be with each other. That is what boosts our serotonin. It is what gives us community. And we don't even realize it until you're actually with each other in community. And you're like, oh yeah, this is what I'm missing. And having that kind of one-on-one friendship and being vulnerable and authentic in person with each other, that's what keeps our health at a rate, everything. It's the blue zones where people live longer, healthier, and happier because who wants to live a long time if you're not healthy and happy? It's because they have community, they're with each other. So it's really important to know that too. So I don't know. I was raised that children are to be seen and not heard. (laughs) So they didn't even see us a whole lot. And I don't say that with like, oh, poor me or anything else. So I didn't learn a whole lot growing up. There's a whole lot of things that I just didn't know that. And I read as much as I possibly can. And, and I love to learn, but there's all these things. I'm so like, oh, I didn't know. And then I think I'm terminally unique in not knowing things. And I find out, oh, other people don't know these things either. So it's really important that you stay in the moment that all we have is right now. And whatever you're feeling, it's okay. This belongs. I, I, I just love that, that we can put our hand on our heart and say, this too belongs, no matter what you're feeling, because if you're feeling it, it does belong. It's part of you. But I was also taught that it's any kind of self-pity or anything like that. I'm only allowed five minutes of that a day. Any more than that, I'm wallowing in it. So I also know that feelings have a lifespan. If you've listened to, well, I'll say all the episodes, you've heard the various experts talk about feelings have a lifespan of anywhere from three to seven minutes. I've heard numbers in between then. And any feeling that lasts longer than that, it's because of the stories we attach to the feelings. I have not mastered not attaching feelings. I mean, stories to my feelings, but I'm working on it. I'm a work in progress and I probably will be for my entire life. But there you go. I was taught feelings only last for five minutes. And so I want to lean into them because I can do anything for five minutes, I think. So far, (laughs) so far I can. So hopefully you've learned something from this. I, if you've got other things to add, I love to hear from you and let me know what they are. I also want to know if you're interested in my leading, uh, just like to start a three minute and then I'll up it to five minute meditation at the end of each episode. Had one other thought before we end. If people start criticizing you, and you know you're going to be seeing them, I I always say stay away from the naysayers. Stick with the people that build you up and say, what a great idea. You're going to kill it. And they help you brainstorm the best way to do things. But sometimes you just have to be around those people. Just close your eyes and put a white light around you, a white bubble, so to speak. And just to keep people out. Maya McGinnis, the yoga instructor, she puts a pink bubble around her. Whatever color works for you is always great. So I I just love that. And uh, and you're protected. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and take with you the messages of breath, confidence, and staying in the moment. Such great messages to take into your week ahead. Be sure to tune in next week for psychic medium, Bill Phillips. It's an amazing, empowering episode, giving you practical tips for increasing your spiritual toolkit. 
He has the easiest tools ever for you. I know. I read his book in a day and I did all the his suggestions in them in that one day. I'm in love with his simple techniques for going inward, setting intentions and manifesting your dreams. You're gonna love the episode next week. He has a thing with the white light around you too, but also you put your hands in front of you and you, it's just so fun. You picture this crystal with your dreams in it. And it is, he has the best intention setting ideas for you and, and they work. And he's been a medium forever and he has quite a following of millions and millions of people. And he's, he's just so authentic and real. And you'll love that episode next week. If you're struggling and you feel like life's passing you by, your inner critic's still going nonstop, and you're jealous of people doing what it is that you wish you were doing, be sure to sign up for a free Confidence and Clarity Boost sessions. These sessions are probably for you. They're just 15 or 20 minutes long. You just go to the website at 52weeksofhope.com and sign up there. It's, they're just very easy and uh, they're free. You can go to the website at 52weeksofhope.com to sign up for your session there. This episode has been brought to you by Magic Mind. Magic Mind is the world's first productivity drink. And I love this. You don't have to mix anything. You don't have to run to the store. They're, they send it to you. It's super easy. I love easy and I'm focused all day. I feel more productive, definitely more creative. I love that I feel more focused. To me, that's great. It's all natural ingredients and the stuff works. It, Magic Mind is great. You better recall. So that's who's sponsoring the podcast. There's a link in the show notes underneath the description, or you just go to magicmind.co, not.com, magicmind.co backslash Hope Lauren for 50% off your subscription in the next 10 days with my code Hope Lauren. It's really good. I, I just can't say enough about this. So that's why I'm allowing them to sponsor the podcast. That's magicmind.co backslash Hope Lauren. So this stuff's really good. I drink it every morning. So uh, if you're enjoying the podcast, share the love and tell two of your friends. I'm Lauren Abrams. Thanks for listening.